Hello, friends. Welcome back. We are here with another episode of Say What, where we're going to get to hear from those that are connected to our industry. We talk about what's going on in our world of electrical apprenticeship, and this includes any topics or suggestions that you've sent in, so please keep those coming. I'm your host, Cindy Sandifer. Todd, our executive director, is joining us via Zoom, so he's here today, and you are very I would say likely familiar with who we're talking to today, what we're talking about, um, probably because you have purchased your favorite box of cookies from the Girl Scouts. Thin Mints and Samoas would be mine, but you know, to each their own, whatever you prefer. But um, what's really cool is the work that we do, what we do actually connects to the Girl Scouts. Um, and I'm really glad that you're interested in that and you're gonna stick around to hear what's happening in Minnesota. So we're gonna talk to Kristen, Andrew, and Abigail. So thanks, yeah, first of all, like thank you so much for being here with us. This is exciting, like Kristen has shared a lot of information, like she sent videos and written information and just talking about it. and I. I just had a colleague that was sitting in here saying that he knows somebody in Pittsburgh that's interested in getting involved with the Girl Scouts. So Kristen, I'm going to be connecting you with okay. her so that you guys can chat because I think that's really exciting. And that's the whole point of all this. Like a lot of the work that we're doing, Kristen and I are on a task force together. And that's one of the, is like, what's working? What are people doing? And how do we like get involved in it across our country to make things better, you know? So it's, I'm just, I'm thrilled to have you all, you know, now I did get a few complaints and I wanted to go ahead and register those and get them out of the way. Everyone asked me, so are we getting Girl Scout cookies <laughs> for this podcast? My answer was no. You know, send me your address and something <laughs> might show up in the mail. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Or if you come to the events, they give a give our volunteers cookies. Oh, that's true. You do have to show. If you show up at camp, there will be cookies. Okay, so May and July is what I'm hearing that I can get. Uh -huh. I'll be coming to yes. all of them. Todd, approval, please. <laughs> okay. You got to bring some back, though, Cindy. You got to bring some back. You know that. Okay. Yeah. I could do that. I could do that. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Done. But yeah, so that was pretty fun. I was like, man, I didn't think about it. I should have bought some Girl Scout cookies and like put them all over the table, like as a little promo, but pretty sure we'd all gain weight just looking at them. So uh, not doing that today, not doing it. Um, so I know most people are familiar with Girl Scouts. Like I don't, I think that's a pretty common household name, but can you, Abigail, for me, just give a brief overview of what it means to be a Girl Scout, and maybe if that's evolved, you know, over the years. Yeah, I think Girl Scouts has evolved over the years, um, and it evolves with every generation that is a Girl Scout. Uh, but what it really means to be a Girl Scout is, um, you know, Girl Scouts have a voice and a say in what they do. They lead their own adventures, and whether that's, you know, picking up a new power tool whether that's starting their own business, uh, making a difference in their community and participating in community service, exploring the outdoors and high adventure, getting on a horseback, doing ice climbing, 
all of that is Girl Scouts. So it's Girl Scouts participating in things that are new to them, trying new things, things that they're interested in. And they're doing it all in this really safe, inclusive, special environment. Um, that's alongside their new friends, their old friends, and alongside a troop mentor that, you know, is an adult that's a supportive person in their life. And so Girl Scouts really have the power and ability to seek and lead their own adventure of what they want to do. And so that's what it means to be a Girl Scout. That's... I I, I know about them, right? So I'm sitting here being that person that's like, I know about the Girl Scouts, but when you just said it, I'm like, I know nothing about the Girl Scouts. Like, that's how I feel. I was a brownie. Do, do they still have brownies? We do still have brownies. Those are our second and third graders. So, <laughs> okay. I was a brownie. I could sing the song and recite things that I will not do because uh, <laughs> I don't want to embarrass myself. But thank, thank you. you. Thank I think, you. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> I'm so loved. Um, Yes, I appreciate that, Chris. I, or sorry, Abigail. I think that's. I feel empowered just hearing about it. So I, I appreciate your kind of bringing us up to speed on who the Girl Scouts are now versus what they might have been when some of us were, you know, getting involved or hearing about them. Um, so Kristen and Andrew, like this partnership that you have with the Girl Scouts, how did that? How did it begin? Tell me about it. Um, the work that you all are doing together. So the partnership really started with one individual um, who should really get all the credit for this whole thing coming together. And that's Linda Schrepfer. Linda is the wife of John Schrepfer, who is a former contractor in St. Paul, served on the St. Paul NECA board. And she came to, gosh, if I remember it correctly, I think she just sent an email out of the blue uh, to our chapter in 2019, just saying, hey, we're interested um, in getting NECA and the Girl Scouts together. And I was new to the chapter for maybe four months. And so I just took it as like, oh, somebody's interested and went, went with it. And my boss at the time, kind of like, who are you meeting with? And I was like, Linda Shrepper. He goes, for what? Girl Scouts and Nika, you know, getting together for an alliance in a sense. And she, he's like, that is, yes, absolutely. Go for it. So Linda and I met, um, we met with Sarah, who was also with the Girl Scouts. And we just kind of decided the St. Paul chapter needed to get involved in the community more. The Girl Scouts saw a great reason for getting the participants um, the opportunity to work with the tools and see what it's like to work in the electrical industry and construction industry for that matter. So that was 2019. We had gone through the process, set up what our first event was going to be. Unfortunately, COVID hit at the time um, and delayed things a little bit, but it allowed us to really hone in on what we wanted the program to be. And I would say for better or for worse, I would argue better, that time off of not being able to host that first event allowed us to make this into what it is today. We didn't just take it and go with it and see what happened. We set a plan to say like, this is what the impact is going to be for the electrical industry. And more importantly, this is what the impact is going to be for the Girl Scouts who participate, uh, hopefully year in and year out with it. So uh, long story short, Linda Schrepper is the <laughs> the way that this whole thing got started. She deserves all the credit. A huge shout out for yes. that, for making this yes. possible. And and then I would suggest, because I'm, I just know that as people hear this episode, as they hear more about it, it's just going to snowball, you know, and we're going to see a lot of, a lot of involvement. Kristen, anything like you want to add? Um, I've just been fortunate that Andrew invited me to tag along. 
um, on this journey and interject myself. Our two chapters, uh, Minneapolis and St. Paul, work very closely together on these events, and it allows us to encompass multiple apprenticeship programs and outreach by partnering. So not only the St. Paul JATC, Minneapolis JATC, South Central Minnesota JATC, and our limited energy. So we've actually got all of our partners um, on this playground, so to speak, which is great. Right. And I'm back to my whole, we're better together, stronger together, all the, you know, hashtags that you want to add to this. Um, But seeing that collective effort and energy going into making this happen and and giving these young ladies, you know, information they just wouldn't have had possibly otherwise. Um, What's been the response to the program, I guess, from the Girl Scouts perspective and those that are volunteering, be it NECA, IBW, JTCs, like what, what has that response been? Abigail, what's the feedback you're getting? Yeah, I get a ton of amazing feedback about um, our Power Girls program. Um, this, this is not part of the national suite of Girl Scouting. This is something that is unique to um, Minnesota, Wisconsin River Valley's program. And you know, partially in part to this awesome partnership that we have with Nika. Um, but but the impact that this has had on Girl Scouts is starts from like the day that they show up at camp um, to participate. And Kristen and Andrew can attest to this, that you see Girl Scouts uh, cautious, kind of timid, uh, picking up their first drill or wire um, <laughs> strippers and And then by the end of the day, two, three, four hours later, they're waving you off and saying, I got this. Um, And so you see, you see literal confidence build from the moment that they walk into your area to the moment that they leave. But then you're also seeing much longer lasting impacts. Um, You know, the, the parents that tell me, oh, my Girl Scout wants to help with house projects now. She feels like she wants to pick up the power tools alongside her dad and work on this project. Um, The Girl Scout that told me, oh, I'm going to sign up for shop class now, uh, even though I know I'm going to be the only girl in the room. The Girl Scout that, um, you know, I actually just had uh, the professor from a local technical college call me this week and say, hey, from your very first year of Power Girls, I have an alum that just registered here in my college this year. And so, I mean, we're seeing the impact across, you know, from the day of all the way through their life and just their ability to be confident, interested, um, and competent in, in the trades industry. Oh, wow. So I have to stop on... One thing is that shirt. So we'll talk Thank later because I'm like, I would like to purchase one of those shirts. I've, um, got, one, I've got one for you. Ah! Yeah. Okay. So I need cookies and the shirt. So now we're okay. We're no, good. This is just another reason you need to come to camp is that I can get you cookies and a shirt for camp. Okay. <laughs> I am coming to camp. This is happening. Um, I may want to be a participant. Something you said was really important and, and, because some of these Girl Scouts may never get into the electrical industry, but because of this, you are giving them confidence, right? So whatever they go on to do, because I was able to pick up 
that drill, because I was able to grab, you know, these different tools and create power, if you will, you know, so it's, it's really nice that yes, we're getting some people interested in our industry, but also just that we can actually be a part of empowering young women to go on to do incredible, amazing things. Um, I think that's, that's huge. Kristen, Andrew, like, what are you as far as responses that you're hearing? So I think you always hope that the outreach event events are going to be as impactful for the volunteers as they are for the participants, because in our situation, they're giving up a Saturday, a Sunday, you know, sometimes a day away from work, things they're sacrificing. So you hope that it's as impactful and our volunteers, whether it's JATC, staff, apprentices, journey workers, contractors, our trade partners, everybody comes away with a positive spin on it and wants to sign up for the next program. We've had very little challenge in getting volunteers. And actually the last event we did in Southern Minnesota, one of the union reps said, I don't know how you do it. We can't get volunteers for our stuff. How do you do it for this? Mm -hmm. You know, so that was pretty cool. Um, I did get actually from a contractor who is a volunteer. She sent over a little recap on what it meant to her. So if it's okay, I just want to read through it quick. Um, she said, through our partnership with Nika and the Girl Scouts, we're able to provide young people with the opportunity to learn what construction is at a critical moment in their lives. By giving them hands-on experiences using tools, seeing other women journey workers through business owners who have made careers out of the construction industry, we're opening their minds to the possibilities that maybe they might be able to do this. Each time I've gotten an opportunity to work hand-in-hand -hand with these young people, They've expressed interest in the fact that the trades are something they never considered. Without Nika partnering with the Girl Scouts, we wouldn't be able to provide this type of exposure to these young people. Wow. So. Wow. And those Is that what, Andrew? <laughs> yeah. And that's like you, like we've heard what, what's being said from the Girl Scouts perspective and the people that are volunteering. I mean, it's, we're wired that way. We're wired that, to give, right. And to, to assist, to help each other. We're meant to be um, interdependent, you know? So when we give back, there's something that happens to us, like in our brains, like there's research that proves that. So it makes sense to me that volunteers are experiencing that. Andrew, is that what you're Yeah, I, I would. I would really just add time to, to mm -hmm. um, incorporate everything that's been mentioned about empowering people is when our volunteers take this opportunity, we have seen that it's mostly female apprentices. And with that, the opportunity they are getting in this sense is a chance to be a leader on a job site. Something that they may be striving to be is a leadership role on a, in the field or in the office. And here's the, the, the perfect opportunity for you have somebody who is not very confident in their ability as in the Girl Scout when they start. Your job is to get them to do something they never expected they would do. And by the end of it, within two hours, our volunteers, which are the best volunteers in the world in our minds through this program, have you know, potentially four to five Girl Scouts that they only spent 30 minutes with teaching them an electrical construction component that they are saying like, I'm a, I just change your life and what you're able to do now. And it's not so much physically what you can do, but mentally what you can tell yourself, I am capable of doing this. And I think our volunteers walk away saying like, you know, I always thought I was just going to be a journey worker, but I might have a chance at some leadership roles now. And it's valuable for everybody that's involved. So 
uh, in terms of everybody being empowered, it is everybody at that day that is empowered. So it's in it's every single time. It is. And I think that's really a good point, Andrew, too, because some of the women may be the only woman on a job site. So as they come together to volunteer, they're finding the sisterhood amongst themselves, right, to empower themselves when they go back to their own companies. So it is, it's been very powerful. And I would just say that the volunteers, the the partners that we have are what make Power Girls special. Um, We know that that girls first, you know, they have their mind made up whether or not they can or can't do something by the time they're hitting high school. So we're catching them before they get there. And then on top of that, the thing that swings the pendulum for girls is seeing women do the thing. And so the partners, the the volunteers that come out to our Power Girls program, they're the ones that, that are showing Girl Scouts, you can do this too. And that, that makes all the difference for Girl Scouts seeing themselves in this, in the future. And so they're, them showing up for us every time I'm blown away by, by their willingness, their patience, the way that they interact with Girl Scouts, the way that they lead. Um, it, it really has made the difference for Girl Scouts. It's pretty impactful. I've been an observer watching and learning about your program here. I can't be nothing but admire what you've created here. It's going to pay dividends far down the road, not just tomorrow, this group day out, but down the road as well. So thank you, all of all three of you. Thank you very much for what you've done there. I really appreciate this. Yeah, and I, I was thinking, you know, I kind of was talking about empowering the Girl Scouts earlier, but as Kristen and Andrew um, and you, Abigail, too, were talking, it's, you know, the empowerment that's happening for these female electrical workers you know, and what, and they're recognizing skills and talents in themselves that they may not have realized were there or, you know, ambitions that they're like, oh, wow, I want to get into leadership or I want to get into training or, you know, and just offering these opportunities. And, and I, something you said, Abigail, made me think of a, a quote that I'd recently read, and it's, you can't be what you don't see. And so it's like, wow, we're allowing these women to see this happening, like see it in action. And I think that's, I mean, that's incredible, like the power in that. And we've already like kind of dove into this, but just the value this brings. So we know it's bringing value to the Girl Scouts. We're introducing them to something they've possibly never heard of and giving them this confidence and and ability going into, you know, their adolescent years, you know, as they become adults. and then like Kristen and Andrew, from an industry perspective, I mean, what are you seeing the value of this program for us, for the electrical industry? Well, I think um, the programming brings a lot of attention to the trades, obviously, but specifically for us, a lot of the area schools here, when there's funding cutbacks, the technical skills classes go, go away, Right. Um, those are easily cut. And so I think what this is allowing us to do is bring the trades back to the forefront. We know not every kid wants to go to college or should go to college and they need to work with their hands. And this is a great opportunity for us to share that with them, that it's a great career, whether it's in the field, project management, estimating, being an owner, whatever that looks like, you know, the cost of apprenticeship is minimal compared to college. Um, 
the robust wage and benefit packages that we're, we're thankful to have mm-hmm. and able to offer. Uh, getting the message out there, I think, is really important. And one of the events we had actually um, two moms that were with their daughters at the programming um, actually applied to the apprenticeship program when they were done. So uh, we had implemented, I think it must have been at the Minneapolis JATC, right, Andrew, correct me if I'm wrong, but meeting just with the parents as the girls go and start working on the activities and just really being able to, whether it's break the stigma of blue collar work or whatever that looks like, or this is a a male dominated industry. So able to talk through a lot of that, we had some great questions. Um, I think it's just really not only changing the minds of the girls, but maybe the families as to what we have to offer. That's so sorry. You, you, I got stuck on these moms that were like, Hey, wait a minute, this might be something that I want to do. And then you think about, you know, you tell one person something, hopefully it's not your secret because they're probably telling somebody else, you know? Mm -hmm. So in this situation, you're talking to the Girl Scouts, talking to their parents, and then that's just spreading across the community and across the family and across the nation, you know, because you may talk to your cousin that lives, you know, a few states away and, now they're being informed about right. what we do. Oh, that's, yeah, that's incredible. So if, I, if you're going to give advice, whether it's a local union, a chapter, a JTC or AJTC, that's maybe now considering getting involved with their local Girl Scouts, you know, in their area, what advice are you going to give them, Andrew? Like, what are you going to tell them? Well, first I would, I would say find the local Girl Scout chapter. Um, We were lucky that Linda connected us, but what it would have been for us, maybe if we thought of this on our own was, hey, Girl Scouts of River Valleys, reach out and just say, we have a idea for an electrical training program that would, you know, is going to turn into five events every year. We couldn't have projected it that way. But um, I do think it's just a matter of whether it's the Girl Scouts, Boy Scouts, it's anybody, any association that you're trying to connect with is simply reach out and have an idea of what you would like, what the end goal was and where the impact is going to be made. And, you know, for us, I think it's the impact is going to be made in terms of, well, you can say several different things, but you're impacting the lives of youth. You're introducing the youth and their families to the electrical trade. And then on a contractor side, and this is by, you know, this is the bottom of the fruit or bottom of the tree here. Like, you might have a workforce in 10 years, right? If we're looking for workforce numbers and workforce needs, um, we need that. But the impact is the the bigger thing here. That's what's important because when you impact a couple people, you impact an entire community to then again say, you know, this is what the electrical trades are. So make that connection. Just reach out and say, are you interested in any sort of partnership? It can be as little, um, as minimal cost as possible. Uh, or you could, you can, dump some money into it and make it a great thing, get people involved. But it just has to, you have to have an idea of what you want to do and, and what the impact is going to be made. Um, and then the other, other side of selfish plug for the Minneapolis and St. Paul chapters is we had created a 10 page program of how to start this in your local area. So if you do have any questions, just feel free to reach out or to Chris and I, we can give you a nice little playbook. So we did the job for you. Yeah. It's turnkey, but yeah. you don't need to have you. You know, we, we're fortunate to have Abby. And I think just to add on to what Andrew said, 
The success that we're having is because of the relationships our two chapters have with Abby, but also the partnerships. I mean, we have everybody on board, the IBW, the JATCs, our industry partners, our contractors, everybody wants to be a part of it and supports it. And if we're all moving in the same direction, that's what's making us successful. That to me that we could end everything there. You know, that's the key to everything we're doing in this industry. Um, but particularly something like this, that's, yeah, the value in working together. And, and as you know, Andrew, you pointed out, it may be, you know, you start small, but the fact that you all are so willing, and I, I'm glad you said it, I, I'll plug it again, like reach out. If you don't have their contact information, reach out to me. I will get you connected with Kristen and Andrew so that you can get their playbook, find out what they did, see how, you know, you may have to tailor it to your local area, but my goodness, it's all right there. And I'm going to call you Abby now since they did. Abby, we're, we're good friends yeah. now that we've done a <laughs> podcast together. Um, what, what would you say to our industry, you know, about getting involved? Just do it. Um, you know, you're, you're, you're making an impact in, in the future of our girls' lives. And I would just highly recommend, again, connecting with your, your local JTCs and things and and make it happen because the the impact for Girl Scouts is exponential. Um, and and I just couldn't recommend it enough. Excellent. And then I feel like we have to, you know, add our hashtag, thank you, Linda. <laughs> you know, yes. hashtag, yes. thank you, Linda, for making this happen um, and introducing, you know, us to this beautiful connection with with the Girl Scouts and and recognizing, you know, don't, we have a tendency to think of things as what we know them, you know, so don't put the Girl Scouts in a box and think it's one thing like this has, has certainly even opened my eyes, you know, to that's after talking to Kristen and knowing all this stuff, hearing from you all again, you know, about this has, has helped me to understand more about what the Girl Scouts do. And I'll probably be looking to see, you know, if my young one wants to, <laughs> to get involved with the Girl Scouts. Um, that's, that's incredible. Thank you all so much. Uh, I appreciate your time. I know everyone's busy, but I think this was incredibly important that people hear what's going on in Minneapolis to see, or Minnesota, I guess I should say, in Minnesota, to see what could you know, happen in their area and how they could make a difference in our industry, in the lives of young women, you know, and then just that just continues to, to give. So thank you so much. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Same thing as well. Abby, thank you. Thank you, Abby. Start Andrew, Crystal, thank you very much as well. What you've created here, we hope to be able to replicate other areas. I really appreciate what you started. Uh, Impactful and empowering programs is what we're about. So I really thank you for that. We appreciate your support, both of you. Absolutely. Thank you for having us. This is, uh, it's great and it's continually great to get this word out. We, again, I'll reiterate, if you have any questions about getting started or even if it's with any sort of program, let Kristen, myself, Abby know, and we'd be happy to make the connections. Kristen sometimes says that we're professional dot connectors. Yep. So that's what we, we're here to do and we're willing to do for you if you want. Yep. It's a great thing to be a professional at. Yeah. <laughs> Meet a lot of people. Yeah. There you go. Right. All right, Todd, like, what are your thoughts after talking with Abigail and Andrew and Kristen? It's just such an impactful program on young lives that you see, which 
that benefits, you know, humanity in general, which we always follow. Everybody is, you know, an improvement of life in general, but the impactfulness of individuals now they can watch grow and be part of an industry if they choose as they go through life. But it's going to have so many dividends in so many ways. We'll never see the full impact of what they started here, if you know, for decades when we get through it. But you're going to see these young women that come up in the program, uh, the powering program they built. Is, what, what about they have children? What do they recommend? You know, they remember fondly what we work with those people and how they are, how we are friendly, which is good. It impacts in so many ways. It may participate directly, may influence others directly about industry. It's a no lose. Yeah. Yeah. And you, you have a strong, mm-hmm. powerful daughter. I do as well. I've got two of them, you know, and so we, we see the benefits of young oh, women yeah. feeling confident and that they can do anything that they set their minds to and that nothing's, you know, out of bounds or off limits. And so I think right. hearing Abigail talk, you know, about what they're doing just in the Girl Scouts and then to know our industry can come along and be a part of that, you know, making and shaping lives. I mean, people will remember, to me, even if that young girl decides not to go into our industry, her parents see the impact of being at Power Girls Camp, you know, and so then they're telling people about it. And so again, we're still bringing in and bringing attention to who we are. You know, and so that's, I mean, it's just like, there's really no losing in it. It is. It's just, it's just show, showing support. That's what it's about. Showing support. And I pay dividends for, for many ways we'll ever be able to count. So, Exactly. Exactly. Well, thank you, Kristen, Andrew, and Abigail. Thank you for the work that you're doing. Thank you, Linda. Again, I hope you're listening to this um, and, and hear our thanks. But just thanks for what you're doing and for taking time to share it with us. And big thanks to you, the listeners, for taking time out of your day while you're walking or driving to work or sitting down with a cup of coffee on a couch like Todd. Uh, Thanks for taking time to join us. And remember, we want to hear from you. If there are topics you want us to discuss, if there are things you think are important and relevant to our industry, if you want to join us and be a guest, send me an email. And that's to say what, S-A-Y-W-A-T-T, at electricaltrainingalliance.org. Our next episode will drop in August. Until then, stay connected with us. There's lots of ways to do that. We've got newsletters, we've got blog posts, social media. You can follow us there. Subscribe to this podcast. That way you're going to know when there's a new episode. Tell a colleague or friend about it. And let's see, just stay powered up and we'll see you next time. Say what?